You're listening to the Prairie Podcast by Utility Safety Partners. Safety is always the best first step, and it's a click away. Today's episode is from our Groundbreakers series. Here's your host, Mike Sullivan. Welcome to the last in our series of the Groundbreakers. These are the originators, the ones who pioneer or innovate in a way that others seek to replicate. They lead, they make growth and improvement possible for the benefit of our society. Groundbreakers pierce the resistance of ideation, habit, and custom to change the way things are done. In this episode, I'll be chatting with Kyle Corner, Director of Creative Experience with Telespark. Now, most people wonder how they would react in an emergency. Could you rescue a swimmer if you were the first on the scene with your jet ski? Now you can test your rescue instincts in 17 different interactive situations in Spark's new exhibition, Rescue. Search and rescue operations take place every minute, every hour, every day, all around the world. And responsive operations are lifelines to many people in times of need. But what does a rescue scenario really involve on land, air, and sea? Today, we're going to step into the shoes of everyday heroes and find out. Hi, Kyle. Thanks for joining us today on the Prairie Podcast. Really appreciate you being here. Kyle is the Director of Creative Experience with Telespark. And uh, we're going to be talking today about the latest exhibit at Telespark, which is Rescue. And uh, it's running until May 15th. And it's a series of interactive displays and exercise to test how you would respond in an emergency. Kyle, welcome to the Prairie Podcast. Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm really excited to be here. This is really cool. I'm really happy to to be doing this. It's a little bit different than what we've been talking about, but it's so necessary. Um, I'm sure a lot of kids are loving this, but parents too, but it's it's so necessary to to have that respect of of, uh, the emergency responders, the first responders. And I think this provides that also in a very fun and interactive way. Now, there's 17, uh, we'll call them full body experiences, including things like entering a burning building, uh, helicopter rescue pilot. Now, that's something I would have loved to have done uh, if I could go back and start again, but can't do that, apparently. Rescue a swimmer on jet skis, survive an earthquake, sea rescue. There's a whole bunch more. What can you tell us about this, Kyle? And uh, maybe tell us about your role before we even get into that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, my role, I'm the director of creative experience at Telespark. And so I have a, I have a really great job um, in helping to select great experiences that are both uh, going to educate our guests and community um, in, in really worthwhile sciences and, and community uh you know, functions and factors and then, um, and work with a great team to, to install these sorts of experiences. And so, um, you know, uh, looking at what would be a good opportunity for 2022 is where rescue came to the forefront. Um, you know, frontline workers in general have been, you know, really, really prominent in our lives and headlines lately. Um, and some significant natural disasters this past year in our country, uh, particularly in the province next door, um, really brought, uh, you know, the idea of the importance of rescue. Um, uh, and in the minds and imaginations of young people, maybe uh, some curiosity about um, careers in the future there. 
I like to hear that. That's when I went on the website as watch looking at the things you have there. That's exactly what came to mind. I mean, the first responders must love this, and I'm sure they're going to the event. And you know, let's talk a few seconds about first responders and the respect that I have for them. I'm sure all of us do. When there is uh, a natural disaster, for example, the fires we saw in uh, in British Columbia last year. When all of us are running away from an event like that, first responders are running to it. And yes, they're trained. Yeah, I get that. But there's got to be a certain element of, of natural courage there and uh, to do that. And this, this sense of duty. So, you know, tip of the hat to the first responders, first and foremost. Um, now, before we get into the specifics of the rescue exhibit, how does TELUS spark come up with these exhibits? Is, is there a committee worldwide or provincially that says, hey, we're going to be doing this now? Or how does that work? Yeah. So there are a variety of uh, exhibit providers around the world creating some really amazing content and experiences. Um, again, the luxury of my job, I'm, I'm a really fortunate person. Um, I get to look at all these uh, amazing attractions and then work with my team at Telspark to determine uh, what's going to be a good experience, uh, what's going to be really informative for the public. Um, and really, most importantly, um, we use the F word at Telspark fun a lot. Um, and so we have to make sure that it's going to be fun. Well, it is a lot of fun. I've been to some exhibits in the past and uh, I'm curious to know what, you know, what's the age groups you're seeing at for this exhibit, but I've been to some exhibits at Telus Park in the past. It's an amazing facility. You know, we had the old Calgary Science Center that, you know, was a smaller building and, and closer to downtown core. And I remember being when watching Telus Park when it was being built, I'm like, what is that going to be? And it's a very cool facility and it's a great location for it. How long has it been around now? Uh, we're celebrating 10 years, uh, believe it or not. 10 years. Yeah. For, for this exhibit itself, who put rescue together? Uh, it comes from uh, SciTech in Australia and in collaboration with Imagine Exhibitions in the United States. Um, and so we work with that group. Uh, they've built some amazing uh, products here. And then uh, we brought it into Canada before it, uh, it goes off on May 15th to other parts of the world. Very cool. And, and these interactive uh, exhibits, I mean, they are learning opportunities, but they're fun. Obviously, they're fun. You know, if this was the NHL skills competition type thing, you know, there might be some scouts around watching the public. And, hey, this guy might be pretty good. Uh, maybe you should grab him. Is any of that going on? Or first responders watching people? Is there an, I mean, I'm kind of kidding here. But <laughs> is there an appetite for, you know, you must hear from people who are doing this, the young people. We all want to be a firefighter at one point, you know, and so you must be hearing some of this from the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're we're seeing um, the, the kids, the young guests in particular, uh, really finding it uh, a lot of fun and spending a lot of time in the exhibit. Um, there are a few key features that they really are drawn to, which are, you know, the helicopter and the jet skis and um, some of those sort of uh, adventure type rescue experiences, I think, for them. Uh, what I found really notable, though, is although the attraction is really geared towards young people, it's amazing to see, you know, mom or dad kind of observe and then kind of elbow their way in to, to do it and, and feel the, the call to try and, um, and, and not just sit back. It's, it's quite fascinating. Um, yeah. And then from a first responders perspective, we've been fortunate now to have uh, members of the Calgary Fire Department in and SEMA and City of Calgary and more, of course. But uh, yeah, the reaction has been really great. Um, 
uh, both to the quality of the exhibits, the accuracy of, of um, you know, what we're conveying. Um, and I even had the, the good fortune of, of trying one of the exhibits with a member of the fire department. And, well, uh, it was a good learning lesson. I, f I failed miserably at the fire extinguisher um exit yes uh, with a firefighter there so uh, a little embarrassing but that's the whole point of the uh, experience right is to learn something and, and i learned that if you don't pick the right fire extinguisher for the circumstance you can spread a fire very proud of utility safety partners to be part of the alberta community and as members of the community, we want to be able to give back. And that's why this year, we are starting a new program at Utility Safety Partners, allowing our staff to go and volunteer for a cause that is near and dear to them. Utility Safety Partners helps keep Albertans safe around utilities. And this is one more way we get to help Albertans. So I'm obviously, like you said, firefighters, first responders are flocking to this event and they're saying very good things about it. I mean, they're, they're having fun too, but there's got to be an element of competition. If you see a couple of first responders going against each other, have you been seeing that at all? I had the good fortune of touring uh, some members of uh, the Calgary Fire Department through and uh, and you know always keeping a group together is a little bit difficult but i had to go and uh, catch some stragglers who were having a, a knot tying competition um uh, there's a great uh, area uh, in one of the exhibits where it is all about uh, the various knots and their use and a couple of these firefighters felt compelled not only uh, to do it the best but to get to do it the fastest um so yeah there is an element of competition there uh, amongst the first responders when guests are there uh, of course and and even i think moms dads and and kids are competing against each other that's cool I've got, uh, my kids are older now, but I do have some two grandsons now. They're little, but how young is the youngest people you're seeing that are going there? Uh, they're, they're quite, they get quite young, actually. Uh, myself, I have uh, a couple of daughters and, and so my three-year-old, uh, she's been through there as well. Um, and while not fully grasping, obviously, the context of it, um, she, she does seem quite intrigued and does, uh, she does associate it with, uh, of all things, Paw Patrol. Um, so even in that sense, there's a, there's a, a like a budding, uh, you know, imaginative imagination around, uh, what first responder response is and, and rescue. Oh, very cool. And my grandsons are two. They're twins and they're only oh, two and a half now, I guess. And it might be a little bit over their heads, but is there anything there for them to do there at the exhibit as well? Yeah, they'll still uh, enjoy a lot of the exhibits from um, uh, the general interaction. Uh, you know, I think of like the um, uh, water raft rescue, some of the... Um, uh, you know, jackets and, and apparatus that you can try on, although they might be mm -hmm. a little big, um, yeah. they can still engage with that. That won't stop them. I yeah. guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course they can always, uh, you know, join grandpa in a water rescue or a helicopter rescue. So, um, it, it really is suitable for all ages and it doesn't, uh, it's not bad to be just a spectator there as well. Well, it's fun. Exactly. And it's a th something for the whole family. Right. And, uh, that, that's really what I, people are looking for the we we want to get out now we want to do things and we want to do things as a family and this is a great opportunity to do that now although this is an international exhibit has it been tailored to calgary uh it hasn't been fully tailored to calgary from the exhibit sort of the proper exhibit that's that's there but we're actually making um uh 
some other programming enhancements for uh, our local audience here. So we're going to work with uh, the various agencies in the city, uh, SEMA, the Calgary Police Service, uh, Calgary Fire Department, uh, Search and Rescue, and, and so on, to have some community programming in our atrium through the run of uh, rescue while it's at Telespark. So those will be pop-up displays, um, you know, in-person communications, maybe a chance to see some of the local tools and, and, uh, and techniques that, uh, local rescue, uh, puts forth. So yeah, we'll have a, a great community tie here as well. What did you hear at the Calgary Expo last March about the event? You must have had a lot of positive feedback there as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely uh, a lot of engagement. Um, we kicked off a virtual tour that was available. Um, and of course, we're hoping uh, it just it just spawns more curiosity and, and enthusiasm in, uh, in rescue and first response. One of the things we have with uh, utility safety partners, uh, we have a training standards committee and uh, we do a lot of training. Uh, for ground disturbance and working safely around buried utilities. Uh, when you have hands-on learning, you know, learning by activity really is what we're talking about here. That element of training or, or learning is so critical. I mean, if you're sitting in a classroom style, I'm sure you're going to absorb, but the moment you get to do, the moment you get to experience is uh, really where that that uh, knowledge comes in and stays with you, you must be seeing that. And that work seems to work so well for everyone. That has to be an ongoing element of of, uh, necessity uh, with the exhibits at uh, Spark. Absolutely. Uh, Across all of our exhibits, we really pride ourselves on uh, hands-on activity, uh, immersive activity. Rescue is a great example of where you can take a rather significant uh, topic um, and an important part of science and uh, and actually almost gamify it. Um, Give it a little bit of playfulness so that people can go on that journey of actually conquering or accomplishing something, which is where I uh, I fundamentally believe the best learning is, is if you, uh, if you can go through a bit of a journey and really find yourself uh, achieving something. The number of people that go through this, this, uh, this exhibit, I mean, those learning experience modules, they get really used and maybe even abused a little bit. So tell me a little bit about the actual design of some of these exhibits and, you know, the engineering that goes and they've got to be really robust and tough. Yeah, especially the traveling exhibits, um, because they have to pack up and, and ship to other cities after too. So there's quite a, a unique design, but, um, they do see a lot of traffic, uh, which is a great thing, actually. Um, and they're all quite robust. Um, particularly with the rescue exhibit, for example, it's, uh, it's a lot of, uh, prefabricated steel. Um, and then, uh, a lot of, um, you know, nice wood finishing, uh, on the front. And then, uh, uh, all of them for the most part have a digital, uh, component. So the screens are often protected or or out of the reach, uh, especially young hands. But um, uh, it's it's incredible. Uh, many of these traveling exhibits, when you see the design, uh, you know, over the course of a year, they're they're going to have millions of people uh, interact oh, for with sure. Them. Yeah. yeah, it's something. So you must have a, a a squad of technicians on the at the ready as well for repairs and immediate work. I guess. Yeah, I'm very proud of our our exhibit tech team at uh, Telespark Science Center. They are uh, the best in the business, um, and they're uh, constantly keeping things running smooth, looking great, and uh, well, it, to some extent, uh, addressing our 911 calls. You know, when uh, uh, something's just not uh, working right, they're in it right away and fixing it. 
Perfect. Now it's good to hear. And I, I, cause I can only imagine, I mean, when somebody's on an exhibit, you know, an interactive exhibit and they're getting into it, it's, it's like a person playing a, a pinball machine. They, they, they start to, you know, really attack the machine here. So I can imagine that these exhibits do get uh, their fair share of abuse. Tell me a little bit about, um, Telespark in general. I mean, you've been open for 10 years. This is your 10th anniversary. How many people have come through the gates as it, you know, the gates, I'm making air quotes here, over the last 10 years? Uh, it's a significant number. Over the last 10 years, uh, you know, millions of people have come through uh, the doors. Um, and we have really uh, ambitious goals for more people uh, in the years ahead as we, you know, come through a pandemic uh, and the Science Centre continues to add new and, and amazing attractions. Uh, we're really hoping to see those numbers grow. And that just shows that our community is engaged. They're learning uh, uh, through science in a fun way and, and we're doing things right. And, you know, Calgary is working very hard as, as a city to attract uh, tech jobs and tech companies. As we see, hopefully, tech giants coming here, um, you know, Telespark is the only, only facility like it in the province. And uh, how is that playing a role? Or, or maybe is it? I mean, that's an unfair question, but... Uh, definitely playing a role. Um, so, we at Telespark Science Centre are, are very uh, focused on making sure that we have community connections to our programs. Um, and both at, uh, um, you know, the professional level and, and the education uh, level and so when we think about uh, yeah the ambitions for uh, Calgary to become a real tech center, uh, which I believe we're on our way. Um, you know, from a grassroots perspective, we were fortunate to introduce Flint, uh, our Boston Dynamics robotic dog, uh, to the community. You know, recently, um, and Flint's here really to inspire young minds to take an interest in coding. Uh, and robotics, uh, and and inspire a generation towards other uh, opportunities in tech here in the community. Um, our, we just launched uh, a wonderful attraction, Quantum Sandbox, which is a new digital immersion experience. It's a fully interactive space, um, uh, all based on uh, quantum physics, of course. But uh, with that, that opens a path to discussing uh, quantum computing, which is a uh, um, some roots here in Calgary uh, and uh, will come to see be a, a prominent feature of the tech industry here. And so uh, we have relationships there and, and we'll continue to to grow in that direction. So yeah, really with, when it comes to the tech industry here and the sciences, uh, yeah, we're connected. That's great to hear as well, because we are evolving. I mean, uh, oil and gas is, is uh, hasn't had its day by any means, but you know, we, we are evolving beyond oil and gas, and that's a good thing. We're expanding. And uh, to have a center like this in the heart of Calgary and to be connected as part of that attraction, uh, that's excellent. Kyle, can you tell me what's, what's next at Telespark for 2022? Yeah, we have some exciting things coming up. Uh, we've just launched our Quantum Sandbox new digital immersion gallery. Uh, you'll see us uh, with a big announcement in April. Um, something, so you can't tell me exactly then. <laughs> oh, I got to leave a tease. Um, but there's definitely something exciting coming. You're going to see it in the, the news and the headlines, I'm sure, and, and the news feeds in your social media. Um, and then it just keeps rolling. 2022 is a big year. Uh, we're really excited. Our 
schools are back, day camps are back, spring camps will be uh, up and running here. So we're, we've got a lot on the go, a lot of reasons to come and visit us and a lot, a lot of reasons to come back and visit us. Uh, it just, we just keep adding more and more great fun science experiences. And you've got to have a lot of return, uh, happy clients. There's no question about it. I mean, once, uh, especially the kids, right? Once they get in there and they start playing with this stuff, they want to go back and uh, you have family passes available. Um, you know, this event goes on until May 15th and then there's always more to come and it's just as intriguing as the last. So tip of the hat to you, Kyle, as the Director of Creative Experience with Telespark. Job well done. Thank you for joining us here today. Really appreciated this. This has been a lot of fun. I will definitely be going back to Telespark and uh, I'll be bringing my grandsons with me and my son and everybody else um, to go in and experience this again. It's been a little bit too long since I've been back. And uh, so once again, thanks for for having uh, being our, our guest today, and uh, I also want to just a quick plug. I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, Utility Safety Partners Telus is one of our founding board members back in 1982 when we were Alberta One Call Corporation. So they've been a big part of Alberta One Call and now Utility Safety Partners for almost 40 years. Well, that's incredible. I love the connection, and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, Mike. And I look forward to seeing you at Tell Spark soon. I will be there. Thanks so much. That's going to wrap things up on the Prairie Podcast. I want to thank our producers, Podcasts That Pop, and I hope you choose to follow this podcast on any directory you're listening on. And please, do leave a rating. You can follow us on Twitter at utility underscore safety, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to send us a note, maybe you have an episode idea, please email us at info at utilitysafety.ca and put podcast in the subject header. I'm Mike Sullivan, the president of Utility Safety Partners. Click to know what's above and below. One click costs you nothing. Not clicking could cost you everything. <laughs>